Hey, it's your girl, Guadalupe, Miss G. Welcome to this podcast. Today, we will be talking about intimacy. And with my co-host, Lady Hey, how are you? Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to talk about intimacy today. We're going to get right into this podcast. Now, Miss Lady B, when yeah. I hear when I hear that when I hear that word intimacy, I think about you know a couple being relationship. Just it's it's a cozy, fuzzy type of thing that I feel when I think about that. You know, because it represents to me, it represents closeness. It represents. Uh, Two people coming together and being able to zone out, but zone in to each other. And that when I think of intimacy, that's what I think of, you know. So when you hear that word intimacy, what is the feeling that you get? Um, to me, it's pretty much the same thing. Intimacy is two people coming as coming as one. It does a lot of people confuse intimacy with intercourse, which is not what that is. And um, it's just two people becoming as one, whether it's um, um, a conversation or intercourse or just emotions. It could be friendship. It's just sharing a connection, a deep connection. That's the way I view intimacy. But you know, to think of intimacy and to think that a person is in a relationship, but they have a close friend, someone that they grew up with, that they've known of the opposite sex. And they have a a special friendship and it's an intimacy. And, you know, whether it be a guy, he go and, and meet a woman that he decides he wants to be with that woman and have Uh, a stable and sound relationship with her but he has this friend this intimate friend that he's known all his life you know how is it that this new person wouldn't you know wouldn't feel kind of skeptical about getting in too deep with this person you know and is that other person that he's known all his life secretly in love with him they show movies like this all the time so why wouldn't someone you know be kind of skeptical of a situation like that and what happens in the movies they always end up together the person that they met for whatever reason they're not in their life anymore you know for out of jealousy of their friendship and closeness you know feeling like no one else can get in 
you know, I, there's just so many things that you get from one of those type of movies that they show, like love story or romance. And the romance is really based on the two people that have been knowing themselves, each, each other for a long, long period of time, years, and uh, having an intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say and <laughs> what I would do if I was in that situation if you meet someone they have a childhood friend or whatever and they share secrets they spend a lot of time together opposite sets like you said um, and all of that stuff they're having a lot of intimate moments and it's not so much as that I'm sexually attracted to this person, although that could be very well, but it's like, it's it's a friend. It's like a sibling. It's like someone I can really relate to that gets me. I get them. And Did you say lot, sibling? It could be. Because a lot of siblings, especially twins, they, they get each other. People confuse that word intimacy. Intimacy, yeah, you think of intimacy, you think of romance, love, sex, this, that, and the other. Intimacy, closeness, yes, closeness. Right. Intimacy could be a friendship. Intimacy could be a lot of things. Nine times out of ten, intimacy is romance. Basically, intimacy but it, can but lead. It, but intimacy can lead to love. Intimacy will lead to love if it's not monitored. I'm not saying it has to be monitored by someone outside. It can be monitored by the two people that are involved. And what it is, that's that's how. I mean, and that's why I said siblings. That's how incest gets involved because they feel they can't relate to no one else or no one can relate to them so they shouldn't be that close is what you're saying correct so how do you stop siblings from being intimate I mean like far as having such a a close connection with each other if they're being raised together you know having such they could have a close connection but at some point they have to be mature enough and grown enough to draw that line wouldn't that be the parents to be involved in their lives so to where it's not so much it's just them and they only have each other because I think that's what would lead to Right, but nine times a misconception uh, of you know what's going right. on around them, you know, each other that's kind of too much. It could, it could um, involve the parents teaching them right from wrong, but at the just being in their life, just spend right with by them time, together. By the time a child hits the age of 12 or 13, they know right from wrong. They know right from wrong. And so, ultimately, it's up to them to make that choice. Now, teach a child, you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do that, and they will still stare away. 
and a lot of times you don't hear about incest it is very frowned upon don't nobody want to hear that um and it don't really happen that often but it is a possible it is possible but a lot of people what i'm trying to say is this a lot of people confuse intimacy they confuse it with friendship. They confuse it with a relationship. They confuse it with, well, it is a relationship. They confuse it with sex, intercourse. They confuse it. You can have couples that's like, oh, well, she cheated on me or he cheated on me. And they're like, no, I, I didn't do, I never done anything like that. I have not had intercourse with anyone other than you. But intimacy is not intercourse. And that's what a lot of people really screw up at. Intimacy has nothing to do with intercourse. Intercourse is great when you have intimacy, but intimacy is not intercourse. It's not. And I think a lot of guys, just from having conversation and reading about, you know, because, you know, they have a lot of men nowadays on YouTube and Facebook, and they're sharing how a man should be in a woman's life. And a lot of them explain intimacy. You know, a lot of them have uh, heard and know about what it entails and they apply it for manipulation. You know, and yeah, and they could turn it around in, in many different ways to for their into their favor. And they have no good intentions behind it. They just, they're charmers and they know how to become intimate with a person. Manipulators. A person could, you could be sitting at a bus stop and having a conversation with a person there. And that conversation could be a very intimate conversation. And you may never see this person ever again, but it's not hard to share intimacy with somebody even a stranger you know and people take it and relation you know so no it's, it's, it's not always sex but if if it's real and two people are in a relationship a man and a woman and they can get to that point of intimacy then Who's to say where they could go? The love and the making love with it. Which would I I would say is what they call Kama Sutra today. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that mixture. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And to go back to what you said, how you could have an intimate conversation with a stranger yeah, or someone a stranger. that you barely know mm-hmm. is 
it's really sad because when you could get so involved in a conversation or conversing with somebody someone else on an intimate level it's because you're missing something not necessarily I, I don't agree with you on that not necessarily because because you could have met someone on the street and you had a conversation with this person and this person could have been thinking about ending their life but Ooh. but 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 you were able to talk to them and you may not even know why you were talking to them but you know things happen for a reason and you yeah. had a conversation with this person and you made them ha- you for some way you know it turned their thoughts around to a more positive you know and turned it into a more positive outlook and they they decided not to go through with what they had planned you know, and it was because of that intimate conversation, you know, for whatever reasons you told this person something that may have happened in your life and you were able to able to overcome it, you know, and just taking that moment out to have this conversation with this person because it was something that you was feeling and they open up and start talking to you and telling you things and you were able to you know, redirect what it was in a more positive fashion, you could have saved someone's life just stopping and and allowing to be intimate with that stranger for a moment, just only in conversation, you know? So I I feel like uh, it should not be a limit on that as to who you talk to. I've talked to people that I didn't know. Sitting at the bus stop, I was talking to this one girl, and uh, I was telling her about some of the things that um, I had just went through and I had a, a revelation or a discovery. And in my conversation talking to her, she didn't know me. I didn't know her. We were just talk- we were just standing at the bus. I waited for a bus. And it was so long. The bus was taking so long. This was when I was in California. And, you know, she began to cry. And I'm looking, I'm like, why is she crying? And she's like, I'm so glad I talked to you. This is now, I was just going through the, and she went, she began to tell me her story, you know, and I was glad that I stopped and, 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 you know, I was there, we were there, we struck up a conversation and the conversation went there because it, my, my experience helped her through her experience, you know, and I've never seen this person again in my life. Never. Don't even know what her name was. At all. But, you know, that conversation that we had, it was an intimate conversation because it was personal as to what she was going through and what and you know, me just sharing what I was going through at that moment and how things had turned around for me, you know? Why did I begin to tell her this? I, I can't, I, to this day, I can't tell you why. Mm-hmm. But it was a blessing for her and it was a blessing for me to see that, you know, I'm, I wasn't the only one that had went through something, but somebody was going through something and they hadn't gotten to the point that I had reached. Right. You know, so 
it was a very pow- powerful uh, encounter with a stranger. And again, someone was missing something. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't so much as to they were missing it. Because they really, if you really think about it, she really didn't miss it. Because when we began to have a conversation, we first started talking about how long it was taking for the bus to get there. (laughs) And then I began to talk about how grateful I was as to whatever the situation was and for me to even be, be able to be even at the bus stop waiting for the bus to catch a bus to go somewhere else. You know what I mean? And it, it was just... It was it was a uh, it was a very very interesting moment for me in my life, and I learned something from it. I learned something from sharing something about me with somebody else, and you know it being it being you know good for that person to hear that, you know. Uh-huh. That that was really something. It, it changed the way I it changed the way I thought of, of people and strangers as to, you know, what I would say about myself or, you know, it was like it kind of dropped my ego, you know. Mm-hmm. As to I'm no greater than anyone else, and you know, when I think I'm in a bad situation, somebody could be in a worse situation than me, you know. Right around and, the corner, and, and try and trying to make it to where I I have uh, gotten to, you know, just continuing to stand regardless, you know. So, and that's it. you know, and to, and that's when you're in a relationship or a marriage, friendship, really a relationship, like boyfriend girlfriend, marriage. That should be your best friend. That should be the one that you could pour out to. And they could pour out to you. That's intimacy. And that's Mm -hmm. why I mentioned siblings earlier. Because siblings, when they're going through something, especially if they're going through something together, that's what they do. They pour out to each other. Yeah. And when I was saying that it's sad that you could have an intimate moment with someone you barely know, it's because someone in that situation is missing something. Whether it could be, oh, I lost my mom, or... I can't find a job or no one loves me or whatever the case may be. Someone in that conversation is missing something. And it's it's sad. It is. It's, It's great that they found someone they could talk to, but it's really sad that someone is missing those key factors that we all need. That love and understanding that we all need. Yeah. And intimacy is just that. Love and understanding. That's what intimacy 
boils down to. Yeah. It could it could be a friendly conversation. It could be a hug when someone needs it. It it could be a kiss. It could be it could be intercourse. It really could be. But a lot of people confuse intimacy with intercourse. And that's not what that is. Yeah, intercourse with somebody that's hurt or wounded or scarred, you know, is not a good choice. You know, because that person is in a, at a vulnerable state and the person that's, uh, if it be a man with a woman, to that person in that in that uh, in that weakened state you know and mm-hmm. it's not it's not a healthy thing because it, it could turn bad you know this person's already hurt from something and for that person to have sex with them while they're in that state is you know and then whatever their intentions are if their intentions are just to do it because they they feel that that's the moment that they can that they have the upper hand then you know what is it making this person feel and it's it's all about what that person the other person is feeling mm-hmm. and people get taken advantage of in vulnerable states you know and it's always good to know what's best for you don't fall prey to things like that in an intimate in an intimate situation with someone and you're hurt and you feel like this person is trying to to, uh, help you or show you love and that's not a way to show somebody love having sex with somebody is not a way to show somebody love it's not sex is purely purely uh pleasure <laughs> it's for pleasure like I, I mean i could be wrong but i think that that's what sex is for is for pleasure this day and age definitely it's not free you know we want to go back to the biblical days sex was for reproducing exactly in cultures in certain cultures like you know, in certain in certain cultures, men have sex, you know, to make babies only. They don't have sex for pleasure. It's only to make babies. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all they. That's what they've learned. That's what they know. And and that is not no good sex. But anyway, <laughs> is it bad? <laughs> It's bad. It's horrible. It's boring, right? Like, can you hurry up? (laughs) (laughs) You need to go play golf. What? You need to go play golf. (laughs) Leave me alone. Okay. She said, that is not no good sex either. It <laughs> is. It's bad. <laughs> but yes, intimacy is so much more than sex. Intimacy is a beautiful thing. It's a lovely thing. 
and people should not be afraid of it. It's a lot of people that are afraid of intimacy because they're afraid of, well, what if they don't like me? What if they are going to talk about me? What if, you know, I'm not like everybody else? It is, you shouldn't have to feel like that. You shouldn't feel like that. Everyone needs intimacy. It's nothing but love. That's all it is. Well, if you recall, I know you do, you know, just like the podcast, the previous podcast that we did, which was the first one actually on um, children does not come, children do not come with instructions. And a lot of things we talked about in that particular podcast had to do with how children are being raised, what they see, how they learn, how they perceive things. And, you know, for someone to say, oh, is this person going to like me? Oh, how would they see me? You know, am I ugly? Am I fat? Am I skinny? You know, it's all about how that child was raised to accept themselves and love themselves. You know, that's the lack it's it's the learning at home you know it's, it's it's the getting the guidance and the acceptance from the parents that are raising them you know mm-hmm. and in this day and age a lot of these children are raising themselves tv is raising them and the media is raising them that's where they're learning everything from so they're, they're huh say that the, again the schools in the streets are raising them. True. That's so true. And it's really sad because when I looked at my children growing up, I thought of them as being a part of society. And what different parts what are their characters what different parts will they play in society but one there was key factors that I knew was key things that I knew that they needed to have and that was overstanding how to communicate with other people how to stand for themselves and how to respect others Mm-hmm. You know, those things are key factors. How to respect other people's property. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those are key factors. So when all of that is being taught, there is room for people to be wounded in some kind of way or scarred dealing with other siblings or neighbors or friends or whatever growing up, you know. But it gets gets really dark when someone is feeling that way as to you know, is somebody gonna like me? I mean, what what could they have possibly saw or witnessed to make them feel that way? You know? Well, it's abuse. 
uh, you know, it's not so much as what they witnessed or saw as what they've been through. It's abuse. Abuse or neglect. It's still abuse. Yeah, that's true. Neglect is abuse. <clears throat> so, you know, a lot of people they take that word intimacy out of context. And by us doing this tonight has taught me something. And that's what it's taught me. A lot of people take that word out of context. Yeah. And it's okay to be intimate, but have respect. Most definitely. Have respect. You never know what someone else is going through. That's so true. And sometimes somebody do need a hug. Sometimes people need a friendly conversation. Sometimes people need to understand that, you know what? I care about you. I may not know you, but you as a human, like I am, I do care. That's awesome. So, people should not be afraid of intimacy as long as they have boundaries and respect. That's good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Of this podcast, and this ep- episode is enti- is titled "Intimacy," and this is your girl Guadalupe, aka Miss G, and Lady B. Do you have any final words? Let's all be intimate. Good night. <laughs> Good night, and be blessed. Thank you. <laughs>